Production. Recorded live. Hello? Hi there. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Doing okay. Doing okay. Going to walk to the coffee pot before we get started and fill my cup up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. How's it going there? Did you guys have a good holiday? Yeah, it it, it was... Uh, actually, it was... Uh, Pretty non-eventful. We were going to go over to a friend's house. He got the flu, and um, so uh, we just stayed home, basically. Ah. Uh, uh, so you were going to have a bunch of family in, I thought, like rotating them through. Oh, correct. Uh, yeah, that was on uh, Sunday. So, uh, yeah, that 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 all went well. Uh, mm-hmm. So with all the different people and everything, it was just fine to have a calmer week this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're still we're still not totally to calm this yet. Kids go back to school on Monday and yeah. everyone goes back to school or work or, or whatever, so I'll get my space back, which is great. Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. So and um so I I also I officially took Star off as a gather insight messenger. Oh, this, this is what she wanted? No, this is what I want. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, um. yeah I let go of that and I wanted to do that before the new year started. I just, I just feel like it's going to um, create a level of liberation, you know? <laughs> well, good, so, good. Um, you know, I I don't know all the nuances, you know, of, of the whole situation. Um, you know, I just, from the outside looking in, just feel sad for both of you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, but that's the way it goes sometimes. So, now it's a new year, new energy, and whew, let's get this book done. <laughs> well, that's certainly how I feel about it, Um yeah, I've been going a little nuts because um, that's what I do just about every day because I've had more time off. Mm-hmm. And uh, yet it's very complicated to do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it was interesting because I had a meditation this week where they said that that this piece that I'm trying to do is going to be the most complicated part of the whole book, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, trying to combine... Pl- Plato, Platonist, myself, Dorothy, and general philosophy and all that all at the same point and wrapping it all up together at the end of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, and and doing it with each form. Um, because what, what ends up happening, that's what I did this morning, was um, I found, like I mentioned to you the other day, I found this one site that summarized um, Platonist's work in a six-page document that is just brilliant, brilliantly done, actually, from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I found one that uh, I like for Plato. And um, uh, so I started looking at that. But there's just so many hours I can look at that before my brain turns to mush. And uh, so I, you know, in my efforts to kind of brush up, and it was interesting because, you know, I was drawn to uh, do equanimity out of 
order because if I was just doing it in the sequence, it'd be love and then uh, illusion and then equanimity. But then I, I followed my guidance and did a lot of work around that because I see that as a, after having done the work, um, a logical point to try to put a lot of uh, very interesting channels and information that I've had over the years and then combining that with the um, more in-depth review of Plotinus's and um, Plato's philosophy, um, you know, I end up, I, I came up with um, my original take, you know, on um, Dorothy's sense of equanimity, which you probably haven't got a chance to read yet or anything. I breezed through that just a little bit when I got when I got your email this morning. I was like, "Oh shit," because um, the other document didn't have these changes in it. So I think it was just like an accidental thing. I was like, "Oh, okay." So he just worked on this, and he didn't work on that. So I'll go in and I'll take a real good look at at uh, equanimity, the form. And uh, then when you sent that this morning, I was like, "Oh, okay. There is new stuff in here." So I'll I'll hurry through and do. Um, and then it was like, I had a, oh man, damn, he's going to hate me for this, but I'm going to tell him anyway, <laughs> kind of, kind of thing. It's like, okay, so I missed one, one level of what we need to go through with each of these because it needs to be Plotinus or Plato, the Wizard of Oz, you, and, um, I don't have the, the like, last document that we worked on, um, like, all all the chapters all in one document, um, because we've done work on, I think, uh, 12, 13, and 14 that are not in um, the full book document. What I think we need to do is, and I couldn't look back to find out, who who was it? Did we talk about a client in the Cherish section? that you worked with? Because I know in Grace we worked with Glenn. Um, we, need, have we, need, we, we need four pieces in these. And I know you, you, you could use probably some adjective, that uh, a cursing or, adjective. <laughs> uh, here, here uh, you're, uh, I know I'm not as clear as I would like to be, but uh, could you restate that? Um, you know, because um, were, were you saying that there's a sequence inside each of Dor- Dorothy over the phones that have to be like a rigid sequence of Pla- uh, Plato first, Platinum second, me third, something fourth, and then each of them have to have that sequence each time? Is that what you're saying? I don't think that they have to be in that precise order. But I think we should go back to the Cherish chapter and whatever client you mention or person that you mention that's going through that thing that, that led them to Cherish, we need to revisit them in this synopsis section as well. Oh, I'm not oh, married, oh. I'm not oh, married oh, to if it goes... Because, see, it pulls all four elements that we brought into the book together. Oh, just, got, just just to pull out their name and reference some concept, just to tie it all up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that's simple from my point of view. That isn't a big deal. Um, okay, good, uh, good. I, I, thought... I, 
uh, I would need to review that, and, and, and then I also probably need to review it in that whether or not I need to get an authorization, you know, because I think I called her uh, Mary in one of our forms, but I don't know if it's in the finalized form. Um, I just saw her a week or two ago, and I may see her a couple of times, so I could, you know, if, if we need her release, I can get that. Um hmm but I'll look at Cherish and see the person involved and then include that. That That's not such a big deal from my point of view. It's not? Um, okay. I, I did look at Grace and I saw the numbers and I saw that Grace is, you know, um, puny compared to the rest of them. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I got too. And so, you know, I was looking at that and um, then then my – one part of me comes in and says, oh, they all need to be consistent in length. And then another part of me comes in and says that's impossible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not super hung up. But, I, you, know, you know, as you, you know, know by now, um, I'll just ask my guides, you know, because Grace was um, I think a combination of a couple uh, chant, chant you know, channel channels. And so when I've asked for more information, like, for example, with equanimity, you know, I was told, you know, I could add this piece. In fact, there's a, um, there's a sentence or two that I probably need to add in equanimity that I didn't understand when I rewrote it. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and I understand you got your red pen out uh, uh, substantially with that one. And uh, so I, I always know when I see that I need to kind of like sit with it for a bit. <laughs> And um, and then take take a look at that. But the piece that I the sentence two that I need to under that I need to put in there, and 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 this is what I was doing this morning was I was reading a lot more about um, Plato. Um, and um, here's a sentence or two about uh, virtue and uh, principles because I because the original concept came from him and um, and uh, Plotinus agreed with it. And so I found it delightful uh, because I always heard or heard about the four cardinal virtues when I was in grade school. And uh, lo and behold, uh, they're from Plato. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I, I had not remembered that. And so, you know, the fact that I could include that with the equanimity uh, and the virtues that uh, Dorothy embodied, I thought that was wonderful. Um, mm mm-hmm. And so then I'm thinking about to put some little sentence or two in the actual form about uh, virtue and mentioning those four. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, but that's just me a sentence or two. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll I'll go you know now go back into cherish and I understand that we need to combine the um, well uh, create the book you know to I I know we had it going for a while and. Somehow I think I did something that got the numbering all off with uh, the things we had done. And uh, because I know my bookkeeping isn't perfect, I've been trying to keep the latest form of, uh, here, let me pop up. The, the, the one that I have where you organized it is from July 22nd. Okay, let me look at that. Let's see, and I don't have that one. In my Eric folder. Okay. So so um, to me, that includes Chapter 12. Okay. And, so we need and, to, 
Yeah, we need to do 12, 13, and 14. We need to add those into that document. Right. Uh, I, well, I've got Genesis 7, 2. Yeah, oh, okay. This is the latest one I've got. It's Genesis 7, 2. And it uh, has part of Chapter 13 in it. Right, right. So, so um, I, I, I think I wrote it myself as 722 is when I put it down, and I kept that as my latest one. And so, what I could do then is um, pop what I think are the late, latest forms of 13 and 14 into there, and mm-hmm. um, and, and then in, in in here, you know, I remember a few months ago, almost four or five months ago, I actually went in there and worked on some of the things and changed some of the quotes around. And so in in that, I did a couple little things that I sent it to, but I think you had never really gone over that. So, um, you know, I, I know we'll be doing this again and again, um, but I'll include my understanding of what we agreed we on for 13 and 14 and add that in there. And then um, in the document I have, I know I have um, my initial work on the breathing method, which is jammed in there too. So all the all the pages are up because that's actually in like chapter like four, four or five, and so I can pull that out. And then I had sent you um, a a uh, paragraph or two that would introduce the forms, and I know you haven't edited that, that that yet and maybe you're kind of wanting to wait until the end to to introduce the forms in the correct way uh, but yeah have, that's what I want to do because I want to see how it, how it you know how it turns out before I describe what they're going to do right right so I, I I do have that you know initial effort that I did because I had um, I, I found it really interesting and I just read the same thing again that Plato and Platinus thought that these forms were basically entities, like living entities, um, mm-hmm. and from um, and then and then I was drawn to do a channel that I'd gotten uh, a year to a couple years ago about uh, alchemy, what the original alchemists were actually doing, which was actually a fascinating cha- channel. I always wondered what it meant, and then they taught me how it all worked. And in essence, what what they're describing or what this book is about with these forms is that they're basically an alchemical entity that you can align with and that this energy, will you'll, you'll breathe it into you, but it's basically a live conscious entity that you, know, you can hold and breathe into you to help heal. And it's intelligent on its own. And so, you know, it will adapt to whatever your situation is in terms of how it will be applied. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a cool. So, so, so I was trying to write that concept in there when I rewrote the intro into the form. I think that was uh, is, is the concept that I want in there somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's not there yet. Um, Plotinus and Plato thought that a form was the one shadow on the wall that actually provided a yellow brick road to Henesis. If Dorothy lived in Athens or Rome in antiquity, it might be interesting to imagine what a philosopher would say to her when she unlocked her shackles. So I, I think for me... 
You 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 are giving a quote from the book uh, that we wrote a while ago. No, that's what that's what's in here right now. Right before we get into the form. Now, are you talking about the individual section as we in, as we uh, talk about form, form, and form? Well, I'm. Or are you talking about the conclusion? I'm aware that I've learned a concept that I didn't understand when I wrote it a year ago. Um, and I'm interested to rewrite whatever I wrote at the beginning of the book to include mm-hmm. the con- con- concept that these forms are living basic entities. So we know find, we can find words we can agree we agree on, but but not to just see it as a um, that it's kind of both. It's it, you know I I I understand that. My effort to write down a form is another placard against a, a fire. My my words are a placard. I would like to think a, a, a pretty refined one, but it's still a placard. It's not the living entity, but that, but that that, but that I'm trying to describe what that entity is. Mm-hmm. And 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 the qualities that we're trying to articulate have a life of their own and it's part of the divine and there's a consciousness um, that uh, Carl Jung talked about as collective unconsciousness. You know, all the different authors can talk about, you know, that there's a living, breathing spirit, but that these forms are the essence, the purest form of that is that and that when you're breathing in that divine form, that's what you're doing is to breathe in that living energy in an alchemical way. And then your exhale is your intention to become your living form of that. Oh, okay. That's what what the book's about. That's what the forms are about. And if I have to rewrite the beginning of the book to make sure that that's clear at the beginning all the way through, then that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, I'm, what, I'm, what I got led to look at as you were talking about this to, on, on a way to describe it is the table of elements, um, the periodic table of elements. And it's been like a zillion years since I looked at anything like this. Um, and I was wondering, what do they call like the element of air? Because air is not something that you can measure. Um, it's not in the periodic table of elements. Um, now, I just spent an hour or two reading play, 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 Plato, who talks about this. Actually, um, say what you're trying to say, and then and then I'll I'll respond to it. Okay, what I was getting is that. You know, we, the force of gravity is measured by what we witness it is affecting, okay? So, you know, Newton's sitting under the tree and the apple falls on him, which we're talking about apples in this this particular form, so it's interesting. So the apple falls from the tree and hits him in the head. And then he realizes that there's a force that's called gravity. 
And that gravity is what keeps us on Earth. That gravity is what happens when we leave the Earth. We're floating around in a spaceship and our body completely changes. So gravity can only be measured by witnessing the effect that it has upon things. And my feeling is that the forms are the same. So we can Yeah, that's a very interesting thought, yeah. Yeah, so it's like with cherish. I cannot measure that. But if I feel it, then, then I can know that it exists. Yeah, and what... The, uh, the wind, I, can, I cannot see the wind blow, but I can see the trees that are blown by the winds, and I know that the wind exists. And, and that's what I think this is akin in my mind to be. Actually, um, very good. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can add some fluff to it, but uh, and the big point that I would just say is very good. Okay. All right. Cool. Because it's I, tough. I mean, it, you know, it, it, yes, yes, the air is a living element. Here, here, here's like a main problem from. Uh, Plato's point of view, which is regarding the same issue, is that uh, he, he, he has these words that in today's language don't make sense. So I'm just going to say them in common uh, you know, language. Is that you that there's a that there must be in the in the spirit world of the divine absolute perfection um and that there that there there are these ideals that there's virtue and there's different things but that and and that our soul is pure and it's an immortal essence which is what all the greek guys you know were basically saying but our humanness is where the flaws happen and it's it's up for conjecture and it's all relative and and, and and we debate about things and and that that it really frustrated him because um the very thing that you could say is you know one person could see it one way one person could see it a different way and that in fact the, the word that they used uh, this author did is that that there would be these corruptions and that the world would be that the that the physical world corrupts and and that the goal is as you crawl out and 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 I reread his take of the cave, which is that there's these uh shadows on the wall, and then there's the light that came from the fire, and those are kind of the refinement of some of the physical stuff, and then you crawl out of the cave and then you have to see the um sun for itself and then begin to have that essence of it and that that what what he felt, and, and this is what Plotinus and um, Play, Plato talked about, and this is kind of the new kind of nuances that I learned that I want to include in this section of the book, and maybe even go back at the beginning if it feels like it needs to be. Is and it probably does, is, but there's usually a sense or two, not a lot, but just that. Well, what ends up happening is when when you crawl out of the cave 
from their point of view and you start to experience it for yourself that there is basically inspiration starts to happen and that there's this ability to sense the invisible and to sense this. In fact, in uh, Plato, they call it the theory of uh, remembrance, which is basically that it's not that you're discovering the divine, but that you remember it. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and then from that, you actually are connecting to your immortal soul and that, that as you connect closer to these things, you know, and, and Platinus called it oneness and, you, and with different words, that there's this um, vortex of interest and you start getting interested in a virtue and you, get, and, and, and you begin to want to do these things that are more um, pure, these higher forms that there's this um, draw to these things. Um, unfortunately, Plato made the mistake that, and he probably helped set the tone for the Christian concept, is, is that those of us that make those mistakes need, you know, will die and then be in some purgatory for a while to kind of undo the mistakes that they made, which is what comes from Plato, I find out. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that that in essence that this pull starts to happen. So when I want to write these, you know, interpretations of Dorothy, uh, you know, because every, every, you know, because I meditated with Lucifer and, and my beings this morning because I was working with um, uh, illusion. And it was interesting because each, each time when I have the new one, I ask them, okay, what, what, what recommendations do you have that I can come up with? Because they've come up with some really, in my mind, cool ideas for each of them, and I have to have something new that I haven't thought of throughout the whole book with each of them, basically. And mm-hmm. um, so what they said with um, illusion is that she basically, and, and, and it's kind of a joke that I make with my wife, which is basically um, she wants something in the store, and she just goes to the store, and even though there may be sales and things that we need for the house and we've been wanting and there are rare items that we desperately would love to have, she never sees them. She just goes straight to the thing that she wants to buy and then goes and, and purchases it and leaves, you know. And, right. And, and that's what Dorothy did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then uh, I have this really pet theory that I have with addictions that I teach over and over and over again, which I really think is a great idea and really works. And they said that I need I needed to use the story about my wife and also my theory of addictions with uh, illusions. And then my theory of addictions basically are is that all addictions have one core problem. It doesn't matter what your addiction is, um, is, is that uh, emotion comes your way, and I don't want that emotion. I want a different one. And then whatever you do is your addiction to not feel the legitimate emotion that comes your way. And and so what Dorothy did was she took the high high road. She already was out of the cave. She just wanted wanted to go back to uh, the divine campus. She held the love, and in that position of that one cracked mind then the addictions of the world didn't seduce her like it did the rest of the people that got caught up in their fear and their mirrors and all the this and that. that yeah, she got, she got an inoculation. 
Uh, that's a great word too. So, so that that's a direction that I'm going to go with uh, illusion when I read it this weekend. Um, yeah. It, it, it's interesting though that I skipped love again, and I'll be doing love probably next. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting how it, you know it all wants to form together now, because right. I mean this section is so critical because it it just pulls everything into one and it, that symbolic of of um you know what we're doing this whole book and like I'm flashing back to and I'm not, I'm not sure if I told you this last year or not um because I, I think it was like one of the snow days because when the when the uh, grandkids first moved in here we had a bunch of snow days it was like oh I'm going to work today and then it's like oh my gosh no I've got a six and seven year old with me. They're going to need some attention. <laughs> so um, Gabriel had gotten a, a book that showed different maps of the world. He was like totally obsessed with it. So we were watching this video because I was getting his brain going about, um, is it called, is the original continent, the one continent called Pangea? Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we got I, I got online and I and I showed him this little video about it, and then I did this printout and he was like cutting out these little puzzle pieces and he would take the world and he would put it all together and then he would move it apart and then he would see what it would look like if he moved it apart a different way, you know, you know what if, you know what if you know uh, Africa one, one, one ended one up way. down, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I I think that is a great metaphor here toward the end of the book of there was a time when even all the land mass on earth was one. And it split apart. And then it, but it still fits together. Even though there appears to be this separation, it still fits together. Isn't that amazing? You know, that's another great idea. Um and and I remember what uh, uh, one of my teachers said to me that the problem with this book isn't for the lack of ideas. It's the fact that you're going to have too many of them and you're going to have to make choices which ones to include and which ones not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it does do what all philosophy does, which is make you create more conversation. Right. Right. No. So I think that that that's a great idea. Uh, I have no problem looking at uh, Cherish and saying, um, you know, because I I haven't looked at that for a year plus, you know. Um, well, I looked back at it while we were talking on the phone, and the story that's in there in Cherish is about you stuttering. Okay. You know. So. Um, you know, you can do you. You, the therapist, healer who's working with Dorothy. Now, I had one had one struggle with this because it was like I I didn't get to Dorothy struggling with perfectionism oh. until you put it in that line. It was like, okay, we got to put something in before here to allude to that fact because I can understand that Dorothy really was dealing with perfectionism. She wanted everyone to love her. Well, actually, and she wanted I mean, to make a lot of people happy. Uh, you know, actually, I 
I saw that and I, I thought, you know, my instinct is it's a small fix. It's not a big one, actually. Okay. I, well, I couldn't I, figure it out, so it felt big to me. <laughs> I I can just change the whole thing up. Um, here, let me just see what I got here. Okay, I have too many files open here. Um, so, yeah, it's in this one. Um, yeah, I, I can use a different example. I, I You know, the one thing that is clear that I was told, you know, that that story needs to be in there about the cloth. Uh, so me, as I lead into that story, I can change the lead in. You know, what, mm-hmm. what, what the difficulty, you know, that ends up happening, you know, all the time throughout this book is that I get this really cool chant, 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 chant channel, and I write things out, and then I sometimes put the sequence exactly as I received it, and then you say there's a logic flaw, you know, like we did with Form of Grace, that peace, um, uh, Although, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take a look at that, you know, because I, I, I see that. So I should go with your, your thought first. So in terms of... Yeah, well, I was talking, actually, I was talking about with, with the form of cherish first. I was talking about there's one, there was one place in there. Yeah, yeah, I've got this that. note. Here, let me... And then... Okay, I, I have the form of cherish. Mm-hmm. And then I, that, we might as well just scroll and do it together. And Because my brain isn't as clear as it usually is. Yeah, yeah, here it is. If Dorothy came out so struggling with perfection, I would refer to the uh, on that analogy. I see. I I can just change perfectionism into something else. Uh, I you know that if that word is too um, jarring, I could use a different word. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it it could be just simply if Dorothy came into my office struggling. Yeah, right, right. You know, be, you know, be, because in essence, she was struggling with uh, how to get to Kansas. <laughs> I, I, you know, it, 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 you know, so it, it's not hard from my point of view because uh, we were talking about her going to Kansas, and sometimes she uh, things she did didn't work. You know, da da. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I looked back through here, and I didn't find renunciation, so I added a couple of lines that added that concept no, thanks, in there. Thanks. Uh, I, I, you know, I, as you know, it's it's just hard to keep uh, like fifty threads all weaved in perfectly without skipping a thread here and there. So that's how I think of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because it really is, you know, it takes a while to think, okay, what would Plotinus say? What would Plato say? They kind of say the same thing. And there's a small nuance. And then and, 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 and then they got these big fancy words that are 2,000 years old. And, you know, as I read more of these things, I can realize that each of the authors kind of did their own little take on things, you know, you know, that, Mm-hmm. that um, I don't have to be OCD because I read it from one guy that's exactly what the other guy thinks. You know, they, they kind of, they, they basically all agree, for example, that, you know, uh, Plato really thought that these uh, virtues was the stuff that when you crawled out of the cave and you looked at the divine, you know, and how, how to get closer to the sun, you know, it was through virtue, you know, which is, I basically agree with that, though, too, actually. And, um you know that that that's a theme that really comes through with Viktor Frankl and his principles, and so I'm actually believing that. I think the the thing where I part company is that you don't need to be punished because you don't um, do these virtues. That's the mistake that I think Plato makes, the Christian makes. That's not what I want this book to promote. But the idea mm-hmm. that that we have 
um, qualities that we can um, live and become and experience equanimity by living those things. So I think he had it right, you know, in that when you take these higher roads and access the higher part of your brain, there's oneness and there's uh, a way to do things that are um, in balance. And and I and then if we get caught up with our addictions or our illusions, and you know, we get into trouble. And virtue helps us get through that, basically, and equanimity, for example. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, back back to form of grace, and then let's move into the all the forms for just a second, or okay, just a so just a couple I, minutes. I, I have the form in front of me. Okay, so the form of grace, you know, it's just a bridge between thunderstorm, tornado to peace. Um, well, what what bridge are, are you speaking of? Because from my point of view, it's basically saying that. Uh, black or white can get you to the same place. It's basically saying grace can happen with black or white is really what it's saying. Okay. Okay. Well, I, um, let's see. Willpower and human endeavor pale in strength compared to the magnificent force created by a thunderstorm or tornado. So what you're saying there is that, um, you know, these things are strong, willpower and human endeavor, but they don't seem as strong when you're looking at a force that's created by nature. Correct. And then it says peace and calm can similarly spontaneously unfold before our eyes and things can come together without effort in the form of grace. So I, 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 uh, I, get, I get your point in that my point doesn't have to be lost, but you want a bridging concept, right? Yeah, I want a bridging concept. I want to go from tornado to peace. Um, uh, did, did, did you have a um, quick bridging concept, and then I'll type it in, and then and then I'll accept what you're saying. Yeah. Um, let's see, because I was kind of stuck on that this morning because I was trying to go through it real quick, and so I didn't get a chance to really contemplate it. Um, well, I, you know, if, if you but, can. But it's almost like whether, you know, for me it's more like it's whether it's a peaceful environment or a um, or a train wreck. You know, it's kind of like that. Whether it's peace or train train wreck, either one can help uh, help things come together without effort. It doesn't matter if it's hard or easy. It doesn't matter if you feel good or you feel like crap. We can yeah. still find our way into grace, no matter what our circumstances are. Okay, I I, so I have I, I have that typed in and I'm good with that then. Okay, cool. Cool. I'll I'll, I'll bridge it. Okay. Yeah. Um and so then I got into the to the cloth thing. And it's like I think I need the tablecloth in there, not just the cloth. Cuz I think I think that's what you were calling it originally was a tablecloth. Oh, yeah, actually that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um so I would remind Dorothy Gale if she came in for counseling that life's up and downs, that what? Um, there was missing a what. Um, that it's like managing life's up and down is like arranging a tablecloth perfectly. So it's something like that to me. Yeah. Uh, I... Okay, I put down the word 
managing, which uh, may cover that. Yeah, because I think that's okay. what we're talking about here. And then so, you know, we lift the tablecloth up and we kind of shake it out, you know, like I can see see my mom doing something like that to to get the wrinkles out and then it floats down to the table. But sometimes it doesn't fit just right. Yeah, you know, actually, so what I wrote down was what I received and I think, you know, I, I actually was struggling with this one too when I wrote the thing. Um and and I obviously did what I did, but um, you, you know I I think the thing I think it's a combination of the two. Just to just talk it out is 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 that it's our love, it's our intention, and and that ability to connect with the highest good of all is how it connects it with spirit. Everything mm-hmm. I learn about alchemy. Um, well, actually, it was this amazing chan 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 channel about it is is that um, what what links your intention to the universe is when it's for the highest good of everyone involved, and then the your your universe or the divine, you know, will join in um, mm-hmm. and and help, and and so then I can maybe give these examples of intention and high good and that can fill that gap. Yeah. And see, I get hung up on the highest good because I think what people don't understand about the highest good is it doesn't mean that everything's rosy. Sometimes the highest good is for you to go through some really crappy things. Well, let's see. In, in, in my mind, that's exactly what that means. Um, um, yeah, yeah. And see, uh, I see highest good sometimes. And I think that um, it's it's too soft. Uh, well, it's almost like I'd rather like I'd rather separate it, whether um, and, and it folds for the betterment of all, rather than highest good. That's what oh, oh, replaces yeah, in my uh, mind. I, I I have no problem changing those words from my point of view. Um, if, if you know, no, no, some of these things I don't give a shit about, um, as long as it's spiritually yeah. accurate. You know, <laughs> see, but 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 the thing of it is, is you can people can misunderstand when that one just as easily as the one that you don't like, uh, because yeah. because the betterment basically assumes, many people assume it means that I get more cash or I get a new child or my baby gets healthy and the best of all may mean that my, my, my brother gets cancer or mm-hmm. that my wife dies. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and that is what, what really is going on. Um, so, so, I always get struggle with for it, it's my human in, intention, but it's also a surrender to what is for my spiritual highest good uh, or my my spiritual evolution. Um, and if it means for me to experience success and health with that, well, then that's great. And 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 so then it's always a surrender into that. Um, and. And then it, it also includes that you trust that the divine is a loving place and a, a loving energy, so that God isn't always going to trick you. 
um, but that your soul always has a plan and that in the long run, your personality will understand that it was for your highest good if, if you can get to the highest um, level of consciousness that you can. Mm-hmm. That's how, it's hard to say that on one sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. The other thing that was coming in, and I went ahead and typed it while you were talking, because this is such a conundrum. It really is difficult. Um, you know, it's something I've struggled with for, for many years to try to express this in the cleanest way possible. And it's hard. I'm still not there yet. Um, so another another little seed that I'll plant with you, and you can kind of play with it and see. Uh, so these things are all occurring for reasons I do not have to understand. That doesn't say higher good that, that takes you into this or, or lower good or, you know, because I, I think it's best and God doesn't. So for reasons I do not have to understand so that I and others may move forward in the direction of the divine. Actually, so maybe I, uh, I think that's very well said, actually. And and some of these concepts have been rewritten um, recently in the book uh, mm-hmm. because we talked about it with Victor Frankl, talked about it. I think I mentioned it once or twice. Um, and it's in at least in, in the form of uh, incorruptibility. I have it in there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but But I'll say it again here. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I, I think it's right and it's fine. Okay, great. Well, I'll I'll send you this little line in an email. Okay, good. And, so and then and then I see see that the last part of that you didn't get to yet, which is fine. And, and, no, and obviously I, that that was my mistake because I thought I'd send it sent you the correct one, and mm-hmm. apparently I didn't. That's okay. All is well. All is well. All is well. <clears throat> okay, so on the Genesis forms that I sent to you, you know, the only one that I tracked the changes on was was equanimity. And, you know, this was quite a process for me to go through. I've been through these several times over the last several weeks, and I know that they're not perfect yet. I know that there's still some things that are off, um, but I have got the... Uh, the voice changed to I. Yeah, every atom of all creation, including me, and me. So I, I've got too many me's in there. Every atom of all creation, including me, is appreciated, valued, and honored. Every experience of love and angst brings gifts of wisdom to unravel. I know uh, that which, no matter what occurs, the divine is with me. Uh, which one do you have right now? Right now, I'm just looking at cherish. Oh God, I was I was scrolling to equanimity. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So all this has changed to eye language. Okay, good. And I'll, I'll, I'll look at it. Yeah. So take a look at at that. Take a look at all of these, and you might want to do like I did, where you just go in and take a quick glance at them, and it's too thick right now to go through. But perhaps as you're as you're going through equanimity. You know, you go through the form, and then you write what it is as the description synopsis thing that brings it all together in the end. So scrolling over to equanimity, because we were both simultaneously working on this. Um, there, were, there were some things that in, in this one that got too, um, too poetic, so I, I simplified them a bit. 
Um, so I, I played with that because it was like being mindful, fair, and balanced. So I thought, okay, well, really, balanced mindfulness is what you're talking about, right? Well, so I, yeah, yeah. it's pretty lofty, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, I, I was just playing with those things and and seeing what it was. And I, I was in love with this one place where you were talking about going as a black hole where light cannot escape. Right. Um, but there was something wrong on the other end of it, so I, I revised that. Instead of light, I'm engulfed by love. You know? Um, so anyway, it, um, I just played with this a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I spent a lot of time with this one, and um, so I, I know that I've done this before, and, and I'm going to do it, do it again, is when I see so much red, and some some of the things I really did spend time with, and and I know that, um, you know, we had worked with it once before, and it was okay, and, and, and so I know I need I need to reflect on, on, on it and absorb it all. Um, Mhm. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'll probably in, tomorrow look at it in depth again. Because what 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 usually happens is spirit will let me know um, their take on that. And as long as they're okay, it's okay with me. So I understand that my personality can sometimes be kind of like, oh, really? You know. And and then um, and then as long as I get that, no, it's fine spiritually. Then I really end up being fine, actually. Um, okay. I, I I did change one little sentence in in that because I started, started to do it, and then I recognized that I I needed to do what I just said. Now what I did mm-hmm. do this morning was um, uh, go over the form of uh, illusion, and I did change a couple things there. Not a lot actually, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but 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 there there's a couple sentences you know that I to me just just sort of polishing it up a little bit because this mm-hmm. is the one that I'll be working on the whole. Uh, weekend actually uh, mm-hmm. and I try to write up the piece that I just described um, and, and and I'll re-re look at that but there's a couple little pieces and, and I think of it it's just as um, where I, I saw what you did from my point of view um, with equanimity was half of it was I and then you slipped in a couple of we's you know at different places and mm-hmm. um, and so then I found a couple of we's in um, uh illusion and and I found ways that I just think are just a little bit small improvements and then um, uh, I'll get that back to you as well too and uh, so then what I'll do a summary then is um, I will splice in um, chapter 13 and 14 as we have you know completed that I'll, I'll remove the um, piece that was embedded in there you know, months ago that that frankly needs to be taken out, which is the breathing exercise the way I thought of it a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. And because I know it goes at the end. And then there are some edits that I did um, that that you haven't had a chance to look at yet. That I, And that was like a, almost uh, eight months ago. So I, I haven't even looked at them again, if I still feel the same way. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to include them because that's what what I have in there, and mm-hmm. then um, 
and then I'll go over the forms and uh, maybe do like, I'm guessing most of them are going to look like the polishing that I did with Illusion, just a couple words here and there. Uh, but, but for example, Illusion, I don't have much that I've changed, you know, uh, which makes me oh. feel <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. <laughs> I can feel that protectiveness to there. <laughs> She's a hoot, you know? Uh, well, she is great. a hoot. She has to go in front of the window again. Oh, oh Rosie. Rosie, Rosie. Okay. So, um, no, I didn't I didn't get to read equanimity, like just like totally read equanimity. Um Yeah, so, I, I'll 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 do my 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 thing with that. I found myself just daunted, you know, through this last couple of weeks because I recognize, oh God, I got to redo these forms. I got to do this. I I like the fact that you're helping me with it, of course. And yeah, um, and and then trying to read Plato and Plotinus, which I've done, which is actually really helpful because that that actually stimulates some me because I feel. You know, at some point I'll be giving talks that are in front of experts of these two guys, and I want to at least sound like I have the basics. And and I, I'm never going to get hung up with the fancy words that they use. That just like I don't get hung up with the fancy words that the brain people use. Um, but I need to understand the concept behind them. And um, and so that's what I feel like I'm beginning to understand is the deeper concepts that they were trying to say. And then include that with the uh, wrap up with uh, Dorothy. Um, I find this as daunting as anything I've done so far is to try to think of it like four different ways to interpret Dorothy mm-hmm. with each form in mind, which is really seven forms I have to do this with. Thank God I don't have to do Henesis exactly the same way because that'll come on afterwards, but at some point I'll be linking her into that one at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Although some of the link, I just thought, thought, thought of an idea of maybe the tree story, because she truly, that that tree story fits in with how it all links together with them, too. Yeah, it does totally fit in with everything, and I know it's going to fall into place in, in the back, and, and la-di-da, it'll be easy. So um, the other thing, like when we get off the phone today, if you could go ahead and go back in to the to the latest document you have for the full book, and pop in where we are with um, with uh, chapter twelve and chapter thirteen. Yes, and fourteen. Then, yeah, thirteen and fourteen. Pop them all into one document. That would be great for me to have that here, and I could go ahead and. And take a peek at some of those things. I can go in and highlight that you know we're going to go in and and, uh, and change the forms, and then I can kind of look at the paragraphs leading into it uh, as you're as you're writing the synopsis, and just make sure that there's not something that gets that falls that should be there. Yeah, right. I, I'm sure there's going to be a couple little sentences here and there to kind of polish it up, um, mm-hmm. or maybe there's even a um, gap of some idea that I now know now that I'm referring to that could have been planted back then. Yeah, yeah. 
So this is this is really tough stuff. And you know, the other thing that I'm feeling is that we're going to need a graphic at some point that has the whole, all eight of them in there. Um, and I don't know what that looks like yet. Uh, you mean like like an, an addendum where they're all in a row or something? No, I mean a graphic that has cherish, grace, illusion, love, equanimity, incorruptible, empathy, in, the incorruptible form, and henesis. I think that, you know, like whether they're all bubbles or, or what, but it's oh, something oh, without oh. hierarchy. Oh, you mean in terms of making them all really cute and wonderful? Yeah, I mean like a a graphic that you can pop up on a screen if you're doing a PowerPoint that has all of them that would you know like if you're if you're talking about cherish in, in one of your in one of your um, presentations that that cherish is up there and you know people actually see just that word but they see the other words along with it and I don't know what that looks like yet. So if you get well, an idea of what that symbol is, I mean, could it be a Mobius because there's eight of them? You know, with Hennessy's like in the center of the two circles coming together. I see, I see. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can see it like that. I can see it where it's like uh, grace, cherish, and illusion are on one side. Equanimity, incorruptible empathy, and the incorruptible form are on the other side. And love and Hennessy's are in the center. I could see that too. <laughs> Well, my compliments to, to to you, you know, in terms of um, being uh, three steps ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, can I can't you see even it too? Conceive of that right now. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, because you've mentioned it, I can, I can, I, I know now what you mean. Um, you know, I, 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 I'll give you my response to uh, just a cute conversation that I had with my wife. Um, mm-hmm. We. Uh, We've been thinking about going to swim with pink dolphins in the Amazon for about four or five years, and and uh, and I wanted to go badly. And the woman who does these trips, we've done I've done two with her before. She said she can do it. She says it's all all can work. Could we do it in June of 15? I told her two years ago, yes. Um, I've been saving money for it, and. Uh, and then this spring, this last past spring, I just said, you know, how's this going? Because I know it takes a year to get these things done, and I needed to give her, you know, to give her money to for deposits. And she basically, you know, I don't think truly got into gear until I really made it, made it clear to her that this is a go. So, so, so she jumps in gear and basically probably has found out that that they're all booked up. For 2015, mm-hmm. and and so we're still trying to make it work. Um, Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to the other room. Okay. Where it's quieter. Okay, guys. There's nothing to bark at here. Okay. <laughs> um. So so the short short ver ver version we're on a wait list and so what my wife said you know there's a good chance if we're on a wait list for a trip like this it means it's not going to happen in 2015 and then she says well let's plan another cold trip Mm -hmm. and and i said you know i can't do that 
until this book is done. I, I truly could not go on vacation until this book is done. I, there's nothing mm-hmm. in my brain that could allow that to happen. Um, I mm-hmm. can't even relax on, on a trip until it gets done. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, so that... So, so when you talk about doing a presentation after the book is done, it's kind of like going on a dolphin trip. I know I want to go and do do that. So <laughs> I I can't think of it because right now I can only think of what I can do with illusion next and, um, mm-hmm. and get that done, mm-hmm. and then we'll see about the next one, and then at some point I'll be doing presentations, I guess. So yep. It will be fun to work with that. Um, I, I did pop a check in the mail. Oh, you did? Thank you. Yeah. And I, I, I'll I just trust that you're keeping track, and I figure it just felt around the time. And so um, uh, I think I missed the mail guy on Wednesday, so it'll probably be sent. It'll actually pick it up today. So you probably okay. won't see it until Monday or so, I'm guessing. Oh, that's perfect. Well, you always do really well with it. You know, the only time we've ever had any difficulty was that one time when whatever happened with the mail and it went into some oblivion for a while. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know? Bad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, we're, um, I'm working on totally changing up Gather Insight right now. You know, part of our, part of my, my thing with, um, with the letting go of star means that, you know, we move into a, a different kind of territory and, we had, um, your wife would understand this probably more than you, we had a content management system that we purchased. It was big bucks. It was like ten grand for this content management system when we initially launched Gather Insight. And sadly, uh, three years into it, after investing that kind of money, they stopped developing the platform. So it's like our, our, our site, it's like, you know, you have to do maintenance to your house and, you have to do maintenance to your site to keep all the things up to where it flows out into the into the world in the right way. We couldn't even <coughs> make it transition into being a mobile site because you know everyone's looking at websites on their smartphone now. So um, anyway, I hired this hired this kid to uh, transfer. We have we have 800 articles now on Gather Insight. Wow, that's that's a lot of information. So it got transferred over uh, from from video into a WordPress platform, and um, about the fifteenth, the new site will launch um, under this new platform. And I went ahead and went with WordPress. Some people were trying to caution me against going with WordPress, but I say let's go with the system that everyone's developing. You know, there's no yeah, need to using I, I, some. I, my my blog was in WordPress that, mm-hmm. when when I had one. Yeah. So um, with this new system, you know, we've had to go in and, and launch the articles ourselves for the messengers. And now with this new system in place, they'll be able just to email an article and it pops up on the site. It's so cool. Oh. It's very empowering. So I'm looking forward to that and seeing how everything transitions. And then um, on another note, uh, Joanne Deck sold our first project into Hay House. Holy Toledo, was that a tough nut to crack. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to, just to open your mind to what they're looking for there, um, 
they want you to have 60,000 followers on Facebook. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is what it's like. You know, it's like, how do you build this stuff? So 60,000 followers on Facebook. They want you to be able to move 10,000 books the first month that you're published. So you already have to have an existing audience of people. And then uh, they launch out through their, um, through their Hay House workshops that they have online, paid workshops. And so they, they're able to um, supplement all their development costs by doing those workshops and ensuring that whoever that they're bringing on board is ready to go out in that kind of way. So the way that we got got this one gal in is she wrote a whole book, and then um, someone that she had known from before that was already a Hay House author came in as the co-author of the book, and then she was able to get into the Hay House model with him as her co-author. I see. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, no, I... I mean, I, I have no idea what will unfold once we get this thing done. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I know I know that um, I don't I don't do Facebook, and 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 that piece is probably my weakest. You know, I actually feel comfortable doing the workshops and the teaching part. Um, yeah. And and that would be fine, and I would be willing, you know, to take out pieces of the book and to publish them as, you know, you know, interesting lead ins, you know, to attract people. Um, mm-hmm. and but but and and then I'd have maybe have to need to, you know, just see what, what it means to mean followers with Facebook. I don't even know what that means. I, I know that there's a lot of lot of people that um you know, I have a Facebook account that I do nothing with, you know. Right. Uh, right. because uh, this one woman years ago just suggested that I do it, and I did, but I don't do anything with it. Um, so if that's a requirement, I, I mean, I mean, the one thing that we could do is um, uh, I I I forget his name. I'm spacing on it. Um, you know, when we were down in Columbus, and the man that was going to maybe work with you because he'd written two books. Yeah, yeah, we've actually started to work together. Um, oh, well, and his name well, is Robert. Yeah, you were Robert, right? Exactly. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, and um, he he had worked with um, and trained under. Um, uh, God, I can tell how exhausted I am. Um, Carolyn Mays, and mm-hmm. and and what she does is that. Um, because I contacted her secretary because he gave he 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 gave me the contact information to to do that and apparently how she does it is if you print out your book she'll read the book you know and then you never know but 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 there there there's a piece um, that potentially could be there of maybe her having a chance to look at that and maybe liking it and maybe you know saying something about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I have no no. No idea how that would work or if that could work, but that could be an option. Um, yeah. Well, well, when we get ready to get endorsements, you know, because uh, you need endorsements any way that it goes. Right. You know, as people start popping into your head, um, you know, because with endorsements you want to think authors first um, and then 
people that have the appropriate initials after their name, second, or people that have the appropriate institution that they're working for. Like I keep thinking about uh, this fellow named Jess O'Brien at New Harbinger, and uh, New Harbinger is a, a place that may may well be interested in this book. Um, because they do so many psychology books. And they do look for things that have, on one level, a, um, a empirical, empirical wisdom in it that's verifiable. And then on another end, they want to work with things that um, are, are people that are expressing new concepts that have the right credentials. And so that might well be a really good place for you. Or there could be somewhere else that opens up as it goes. You know, I still, I feel like what we're going to end up doing once we get to um, the finish line is, you know, we're going to go through and we're going to do our due diligence, get a copy edited, lay it out, and, um, you know, publish an edition that's a private edition, and then we'll, we'll start to shop around to find the right place to be able to take it into the mainstream market because I think that's where it belongs. It needs to be there. Right. Well, when when I went to uh, my teacher, one of them, I, I don't know how to refer to her, but but she basically, you know, could see those how helpful that you were going to be, you know, with launching this book, you know, mm-hmm. so, which is you know clearly uh, you're amazing from my point of view, <laughs> you know. Oh, and, thank so, you. All the different things that that you think of and the different connections and uh, so I have a deep appreciation and faith in, in what you're um, um, doing and, and what potential that this has and, and mm-hmm. a lot of trust in, in your judgment about these things. So. Mm, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because I was seeing New Harbinger and I was starting to see health communications being another good place to go. Um, you know, it, it just, it could go in so many different places. It could even go to a university press. What university did you go to? Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We yeah. happened to play a good football game last night. Yeah, uh, Tom was watching that. He was enjoying yeah. it very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I'm a Wisconsin boy through and through, mm-hmm. and... Um, and and but I I grew up watching the Big Ten and my brother went to Notre Dame and uh, it, it was interesting because even though I went to Ohio State I, I never really um, I don't know how to word it I never lost my allegiance to Wisconsin actually and uh, so uh, it, it's just, it's just that they had one of the worst swimming teams in the whole Big Ten is the only reason why I didn't go there and mm-hmm. uh, so um, the fact that that well, whatever form that that means, it, it, it just it, it just means that I enjoyed watching Ohio State beat Alabama, which was really fun to watch. Yeah, super fun, huh? For sure, for sure, and uh, super fun. So I, I, it's fun to kind of fantasize about these things, you know, about what will happen. And again, I do 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 trust. So she, what she said was an interesting thing about about you was is that, you know, she what. Well, what she saw, and even the things that you're saying may actually link into how she saw it because she kind of looks at the aura around everything and basically said that 
that the different things that that you you and I would come up with and you know kind of offer pillars to support this thing you know as it begins to unfold and that 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 the different pillars that will kind of spontaneously pop up that will support this. So if there are different you know places you know and and that, that that's how I think of this book is is that there's things for the psychotherapy that there's many different fields that I think it fits into, um, mm-hmm. and and even in the psychotherapy field, because there's so many people like me that are doing treatment, but they really have a spiritual uh, underpinning with that as well too. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. I think they always do have some kind of something underneath it. Right. I, the the good ones. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't really know of many therapists that are atheist. <laughs> uh, perhaps there could be a couple of co- cognitive guys, actually. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They basically think intellect is the only thing, and, and, and when I'm around them, they it just makes me cringe, actually. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, I hate, hated cognitive therapy so much that that at some point I um, recognized that my hatred was out of proportion to the theory, and yes. uh, and, and and so then when I was working at the psychiatric hospital, this was you know 28 years ago or so, there was this really brilliant guy that uh, studied under John Beck, which is like the father of all that thinking. And uh, and he transferred in with the new hotshot, and then he began to teach it to a, a selected small group of uh, professionals at the uh, hospital. So I did a year's training on under him, actually, because I figured I'd better learn. And it was interesting because it really helped me, but it, it underscored why I hated it, but it also filled on the void of what I was missing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you have to think the correct thoughts, and 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 then at the same time, I began to understand how manifestation really worked. And I, I should tell people this, you know, story, this very same story that I just am saying to you when I start to teach people sudden cognitive concepts, that I started off hating it, but now I recognize this is what you have to learn because how you think really does uh, set that intention, and that sets the whole wheels of creation. You have to do those other legs, but that leg of intellect has to be taken care of. So Yeah. I yeah. It does. Follow of that. But it isn't the holy thing. The the the, the mistake and, and here's where I parted company with the cognitive people. The mistake that they make is uh let let's say that you were traumatized about apples and and you're describing the bad rotten apple that happened to you. Now, as a therapist, I will start to think of a good apple story that I think will counteract your rotten apple story. And then I'll try to plant in a visualization the correct or my version of what I think is a superior apple story than the rotten apple that you have. And I Mm -hmm. think that that, I, I understand what they're trying to do, but it takes away the fact that they're a divine being and they, that they can, we can co-create or they can create their own apple story and not have the therapist plant a new apple story in their consciousness, which is what they do, actually. Right, right. 
I don't know. So that's, so that's that's my point. There's so many cool ways you can do do it. So that's my my area. I mean, I remember having have having a debate with him about that one because that 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 was the one part where I thought, you know what, you're really cool. These ideas are cool, but this is where I think you're making a mistake. Mhm. Mhm. The 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 one thing about him though is is that he was such a brilliant therapist himself. He intuitively did what I was trying to recommend. What I watched is is that a lot of the immature people that don't really really get get it, they they just jam it through. I think it's the same thing happened with religion. Um, you know that 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 you got this brilliant um, master teaching. <coughs> And then you got these stupid mm-hmm. people that come afterwards that make it all into dogma. So yeah. I might want a little thought on that one. Yeah. The dogma thing sucks. I know. I know. So, uh, yeah. So it, it it's does. fun to chat with you and kind of look at the future a little bit. And I all right. Well, we'll go get your ass to work right, right in, okay? Yeah, I, I better get my ass working right now then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you next week on Thursday. We're back on track, okay? Sounds good. Thanks a lot. All right, bye-bye. All right, thanks, bye-bye.